The minimum wage needs to jump up almost $2.50 an hour to match the living wage, according to the Council of Trade Unions. That would take it to $23.65 an hour. The Prime Minister says the government will be discussing any annual adjustments over the next couple of weeks. Pukakohi Business, your local coffee roasters, already pays the living wage. Owner Ria Lingad is on the line. Hi, Ria. Hi, Lisa. How Thanks have you managed? Me. Thank you for being with us. How have you managed to do this? The living wage. Yeah. Yeah. So we have been doing it for uh, a little over a year now. Um, we've always paid our staff above the minimum wage, which I think is fair. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we're very conscious of our um, our business, like our numbers every week, and. Um, we are able to afford the living wage because of, I guess we're in tune with our business and we know that we're able to meet our sales and we're able to meet our costs. And yeah, so at, at the moment, it all works out. So your business model is based on allowing for this higher wage than than others pay? Yes, yes. So um, even when we started this business, we all... Well, I base it on how many people do I need and how much sales do I need to generate to be able to pay these our employees properly. So ever since, it was our basis. So you started doing yeah. this during COVID, Ria? Yes, we did. So how hard was that then? Um, from, um, for our business, it wasn't really a big challenge because like what I said, we've most of our staff only maybe three staff members were um, under the living wage then. So it's only three three people were being paid under the uh, 2365. So it was just a matter of us increasing their wages and then us applying for uh, as a living wage employer. Yeah. Um, I was, so how uh, many people do you employ, Rhea? We have 18 staff members now uh, and- across two sites. Well, inflation is running hot. We all know it. 7.2% was the figure revealed yesterday. How is your business coping with that? Because a lot of the products that you use, well, the prices of them would have gone up a lot. Yes. Uh, You know, like every business, we've been experiencing price rises even up to now. So on average, we've had probably up up to 30% price increases. We uh, cost of goods. Um. We have obviously increased our pricing and we've, we've developed, a, a, well, we've managed to develop a lot of efficiencies within our operations so that when we make something, we make a lot of it instead of making uh, one thing of this, two things of that. So um, there's a lot of um, things that we've done to make our work efficient. We always look at our numbers week to week. We forecast our sales and we make our labor budget and our cost of goods budget based on our sales. So I guess it's from the start being in tune with our business and making sure that, um, you know, as our business grows, then also our staff members grow with us. So we our turnover is quite low, I guess. Um, you know, on average, our staff stay for at least two years, which I think is great for hospitality. Um, and they're able to, you know, move forward to, you know, bigger things than what they're currently doing. So I think it's it's good for everyone, good for the business and good for the staff.
So, Ria, you've acknowledged that you pass on some of these costs, obviously, to your customers. Are they aware that you are a living wage business and does it matter to them? It matters to some. So our our, um, community or, well, our customer base, um, we're quite fortunate that they're not very price sensitive. So if we increase our, say, our, say, uh, regular flat white by um, 50 cents or 20 cents, they really don't um, mind much because what we also built from the start is our hospitality, like being hospitable to people and building our community. So we have a lot of um, reg- regular guests and they come in every day and we know that they will come back the next day or the next week. So then we're able to um, forecast our business quite well. And I think that's the big challenge in hospitality, especially, is forecasting, okay, next week, what, how much money am I going to uh, make or what will our sales be next week? So we've gotten really, I guess, um, we've understood our business enough that we can forecast and we know that we'll, we'll be able to meet those KPIs. So what do you say to some critics who say hospitality doesn't pay enough and if businesses cannot afford to make this jump to a living wage, well, then they shouldn't be in business? I believe so because um, you're in business to, well, like most hospitality business, it's a people business. You rely heavily on or rely heavily on people. So people make the products. So then um, the products that they make, we have to make sure that they're the right products for the right, I guess, level of skills and the right business model so that everything financially, everything in the business works. So, Ria, would you support a rise in the minimum wage to $23.65 across the board? Yes, definitely. I think it's with all the, you know... Living, the living expenses have risen dramatically, and I think it's it's just fair for um, you know most you know, all businesses to increase everyone's wages. Not just people who earn less than the living wage, but you know everyone. Because I think if you look after your people first, then they'll look after you in return. I think. Great to talk to you, Ria. Thank you for your time. That's Ria Lingad, and her Pukakoi business is called Your Local Coffee Roasters, uh, and she pays the living wage to her staff, $23.65, and started doing that, as she said, during COVID.